0: Awesome. So, welcome back, creatures of the night, to another very special bonus watch along with my good friend from Twitter, Randy Turco, at Pokey's Little Dog on Twitter. As we continue this extravaganza of going through Undertaker's tag team championship victories, we have already talked about his first victory at Fully Loaded with Stone Cold Steve Austin. His second, Championship victory with The Big Show at SummerSlam 1999. And now we continue with his third with The Big Show and SmackDown, uh, season one, episode three. So the third SmackDown in history. Pretty strange to see early on that um, they're giving us a buried alive match, a pay per view quality match on SmackDown but they are doing so here on September 9th, 1999. Uh, Just less than 10 days shy from the actual date that it's happening. And I'm really excited for this one. What do you, what about you, Randy?
1: Yeah, we, uh, we talked about it last time. Mm -hmm. Both of the previous two were awesome, but they're pay-per-views. So for me being a taker, you know, Mark, I, I remember all the pay-per-views. So you remember fully loaded 98 with Sables, Sables bathing suit or lack thereof. And you remember the tag team title. I, I remember, uh, Jesse Ventura being a part of that pay-per-view. And so you remember the card and the triple threat match for the title. And, but I, something unique about this one being on a random smackdown where you don't necessarily remember the card or what happened that night. So, I took the time, and I think you did too, to watch the whole episode. It was only 80 minutes without commercials. It was kind of cool to see what was going on in the Federation at the time, because you don't remember stuff like that. You remember WrestleMania cards, but not SmackDown cards. So I think I thought this yeah. was a nice little dip into 1999 to see what was going on.
0: Yeah, and um, for the past couple weeks on my podcast, I have been looking at Undertaker's Extreme Matches. And the first two actually took me to classic SmackDown moments. Uh, uh, First blood match on an extreme SmackDown between him and Kane against Rikishi and Aku. And just last week, I watched the extreme rules between him and Jeff Hardy. Both matches could be definitely pay-per-view quality matches, but they're given to us on just a random SmackDown. One of them was like in like a week before Survivor Series in 2008. And another one was like a few weeks before, I think, the Royal Rumble in 2001. So it's like there's nothing significant about these days that are happening on SmackDown. But it's just just like this one that we're seeing with the Buried Alive. It's just here you go. Here's a pay-per-view quality match on a SmackDown. You know, enjoy Basically.
1: Right. I wonder if it has anything to do with just trying to get SmackDown off the ground. It's like the Mm -hmm. third episode, as you said. So I looked it up like the first during this whole time, they've got the Dudleys debuting the, uh, the week before this, the bulldog back, uh, the bulldog comes back to the Federation after the screw job, uh, on this episode here on September 9th. And so he comes back and wins the hardcore title Mm-hmm. they've got vince mcmahon winning the world wrestling federation title next week at the next episode yes after this.
2: So yes
1: buried alive tag team title change so like they got a lot going on because i think they're trying to get the show off the ground and it reminds me a little bit of aew with Rampage page off the ground right now and so i think episode one was in brittsburgh so they had brit baker at her hometown and that crowd was just nuts for her and then episode two was in chicago with With CM Punk and they went nuts for him. So they're doing everything they can to get that show off the ground. So it kind of reminded me of that a little bit.
0: Yeah. And speaking of Chicago, before we uh, get started with our regularly scheduled program, (laughs) it uh, would, you know, you were in my old stomping grounds, you were in Chicago, and you were also in Schaumburg. So uh, please enlighten me and tell me how you enjoyed your trip? What happened? How was AEW Rampage and everything else that surrounded your entire trip there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you saw the footage, um, even on Twitter or YouTube, um, but that was I, maybe the I've ever heard at a, at a live event for sure. Being there live, and I've been to a couple of WrestleManias, and that was the loudest pop really. Either. Yeah, I mean, that was loud, and it was it was loud, and it was long. I mean, they kept going. Um, and the CM Punk chants were starting before the, like they even started the show but especially once his music hit and then after he came out I mean it was long and sustained and that I've seen better nights of wrestling I think because a lot of the wrestling that we saw was a lot of the um, the dark matches aew dark they taped a lot of those for YouTube mm-hmm. and it was we saw a lot of the roster maybe out, outside of Omega and Jericho we saw pretty much everybody but they were just in two minute squash matches it was, <laughs> quick, 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 quick. But I've seen better nights of wrestling, but for moments, uh, I mean, I'll never forget being there for CM Punk coming back after seven years and, and, you know, buying that shirt that said I was there and stuff like that. That was a top five wrestling
0: moment, I think. Wow. To say that that's a bigger pop than what you've experienced at WrestleMania. That's um, yeah, because I, I made a point to actually watch it on TV. Sure. And, I have I, I couldn't hear his theme music from the television. so I, I really couldn't hear at first if he was using the cult of personality still or anything because the I, the, the fan thing coming through the television was incredibly loud and it's like holy crap.
1: And I always I can only imagine like-
0: how it was there.
1: Right. I was just going to say that I always feel like it dies down a little bit through TV. So you can only imagine what it was like live then, too. So it was crazy. And um, I got to give my buddy Gene, who I was there with, a lot of props because he took off his sweatshirt and he showed his shirt that said, you know, it looked a lot like his WWE shirt from 10 years ago, which is the point. And I regretted not buying that shirt 10 years ago, but it wasn't a taker shirt. So I didn't buy it. You know, I was like, no. And as soon as I saw that, and then it said I was there on the back, I was like, oh man, I got to get that shirt. And I didn't want to leave during his promo. The whole point of being there was to see his promo. So I didn't want to leave during his promo, like some people did uh, to get in line. So I waited till after the segment was over, but they, I got in line and my buddy came with me and we saw the line. There's two at the United center. There was two (laughs) merch stands on either end of this big giant concourse. And the lines wrapped around the concourse. So when I got at the back of the line for one, right next to me was the back of the line for the other one. And it was just wrapping around the whole concourse for that shirt. Oh
0: my God.
1: And I'm like, by the time I get to the front of this line, they're either going to tell me to get out of here. The show's over or (laughs) they're they're just going to sell out. I don't think they're limiting it to one per person or anything. And I'm like, I'm not going to get a shirt and um, my buddy says I got an idea and he left and I'm like where are you going and so I'm saying I'm like I'm staying in line just in case and he I get a text probably 10-15 minutes later I really haven't moved at all I'm still by where I was and he texts me like hey I got the shirts and I'm like no you didn't no no you didn't and he's like no I got the shirts I'm sitting down Get get out of line come sit down and watch the the luchasaurus jungle boy match the main event And I'm like, I'm not getting out of line. You're you're screwing with me. (laughs) I know you are. I'm not getting out of line and missing my chance at these shirts. And then they texted me pictures. They were all wearing the shirts. And so what he did was, and this is genius. This is genius. So I'm going to share this with you because it's just me and you listening and nobody else at all. That's
2: right. That's (laughs)
1: right. But um, he found somebody in the front of the line or close to the front that was alone. And he was just like, hey if you act like we're together and let me slide in with you, like we're buddies and we came together, I will pay for your shirt, your shirt, and then I will be able to get mine. So he found a guy. That's genius, right? That's genius. Holy hell. That's amazing. And uh, there was a lot of people that were complaining that they sold out. People are buying it, you know, five, six, seven shirts. They're just trying, they're buying them for eBay, you know? And, uh, we did. I see saw.
0: Them. I saw people were selling the ice cream wrappers on eBay. I'm like, come on, come on.
1: Yeah, ice cream wrappers were probably eighty or hundred bucks. The shirt was probably three hundred oh if you god. wanted to sell the shirt.
0: Oh my god.
1: Because they were selling them, and I was, I was on in line looking on my phone for um, see if I can just buy it online and get out of the line. You know, I'll just get it on the website. But if you buy it online, it doesn't say I was there on the back. Oh yeah, that's right. So I was like, man, I got to have this. And he, he, man, I don't know where he learned that from, but he, he paid the thirty bucks to the guy and bought his shirt. And then he got our shirts. And all right, thanks a lot. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Such I had to remember that if I'm ever needing um, a merch stand item and I'm too far back and I don't want to wait in line.
1: He uh, and he, there was a couple people when he stood in line. There was like with him. There's a couple people that called him out and said, "Hey, man, get out! You're cutting." And they were getting pissed. And uh, and then the guy. Roy was his name. I don't know. The guy turned around and said, no, he's with me. This is my buddy, Gene. We came together and they're like, Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> that's so, that's amazing. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. my gosh.
1: <laughs> that's- so I got I to give him props on the shirt thing. That's for sure. Um, Definitely. And then we did, we did get our ice cream on the way out and I, I kept my ice cream wrapper. It's in my, it's in one of my AEW DVDs over there. I kept it, but uh, I could have sold it for a hundred bucks if I wanted to, which is ludicrous.
0: It is ludicrous, but you know, there's as uh, PT Barnum, I think said, there's a sucker
1: born every minute. So every minute, every minute you, you, you could you could have cashed out on that. I imagine that now that uh, now that they're selling them at events, now that market's probably diluted because you, oh, uh, yeah. you don't know what you don't know what came from. But at least for a little while, you knew it came from that night. So uh, that was yeah. pretty cool.
0: That's an awesome story. Um Yeah, I mean to see him come back. I I had a whole CM Punk themed episode yeah. the podcast because you know timely. You gotta you gotta cash in on the time, uh, but. Yeah, it's just it's nice to see him back. He looks happy. He looks like he's going to be, you know, have a lot of good feuds where he's at. And um, yeah, it's always nice to see people, you know, when they're gone for a while, come back. As we have see, always- as we, as we, as seen with Undertaker at so many times when he's gone for like a year and he comes back, it's so it feels so much better.
1: Yeah, I always identified with Punk a little bit. He was never Undertaker's in no danger of going anywhere for me. But
2: uh no, of course as,
1: as not. But um but for I always Punk always spoke to me because he was always uh, straight edge, which I'm I don't really drink either. It was never been my thing to drink or do any of that stuff. So I always thought that was super cool. And I loved when he did the heel stuff where I'm straight edge and I'm better than you. Like mm. I loved oh, that yeah. stuff. And I loved when he, um, you know, he always kind of spoke for the outcasts, I think, and the people that'll take on the authority, you know, and he was the voice of the voiceless, you know, so that always spoke to me. I always really thought that was cool that he was a crusader. And I always really liked that. And I really wanted that yellow shirt in 2011 or that white shirt in 2011. Um, so I kind of, I'm living my best life right now with the, uh, with the AEW version.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, they uh, cashed in on having that same design, which is ingenious
1: yes it is yes Yes. as a wrestling fan and um man i'm just i love most wrestling shirts that you know undertakers and stuff i I get why takers are black but like all wrestling shirts are black it feels like Mm -hmm. and even when i go to a Foo fighter show black 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 so i try to buy like the red one or the blue one or in punk's case the white one it's nice to have something different you know Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so yeah yeah it It makes you stand out if you're in the crowd
1: right and then uh and then the next night i might have i might have worn my voice out more at medieval times than I did for cm Punk if that's possible
0: <laughs> you tell how was schomburg
1: it was awesome i uh I didn't see any but i didn't see any your relatives that I know of uh none of your relatives were there that I'm aware of I didn't see you there
0: um, I was not there unfortunately. <laughs>
1: But, um, it was pretty cool. We went in there and, uh, we got our picture taken. We did the, um, uh, we did the, uh, I should have got it out for the podcast. We did the, um, at our little medieval times picture, we did the orange Cassidy, like where we were unimpressed with the thumbs ups, <laughs> the unimpressed thumbs up. Yeah. Like the uneventful thumb. and the guy watched, he saw all of our AEW shirts. So he knew what we were doing. So the photographer, so he laughed at us. So that was pretty cool. But we were the, uh. Black and White night was our section.
0: Oh, nice.
1: And he, I was the Red Knight. We were the Red Knight section when I was a kid, and he did not win. And we were the Black and White section this time, and he did not win. So I don't oh. know how they work that. I almost want to know, like, Dark Side of the Ring Medieval Times. Like, I want to know how they... Dark
2: Side
0: of the Ring Medieval Times.
1: How do they decide who's going over every night? Or is it the same guy, but he puts on different, like, colors? Or is it just... They just pick a different guy to go over every night, but... It can't be the same guy every night. The, same. the green knight does not win every time. There's no way.
0: No, it can't right? Be. No, it can't be. Right. I mean, who does he think he is? Stone Cold Steve Austin winning every night?
1: <laughs> it was pretty cool though. I could see. Uh, I could see if you're a little girl and you're there, I could see uh, being interested. They got the queen there, and she's looking very regal and pretty on her white horse. And they have all the the horse with all the dressage, and the horses are like. I don't know like bowing and prancing and i could see i could see little girls being into that and the little boys typical little boys i could see them being into the sword fighting and the, you know i mean they're like the one guy had like the spiky ball on a chain and he's like yeah like really hitting the guy with the, the shield and there's like sparks and i'm like oh my god this is uh this is like wrestling this is choreographed violence you know? <laughs> yeah yeah it's just how i remember it right yeah yeah it was That's really awesome, awesome. And I, I probably used up more of my voice on Saturday night than I even did on Friday night, if that's possible. So I sounded like Joan Rivers for a couple of days don't back, back at home, like on the phone, you know, at work. I'm just like, hello, how's it going? No, I'm fine. I was at Medieval Times, you know.
0: <laughs> we oh had a good time.
1: God. It was that's, great.
0: That's great. That's great. Uh, I, was, I was looking for your big evil sweatshirt all through Rampage. I was saying, I mean, it's camera gonna pan to him. I was looking for
1: it. Unfortunately, I didn't see you. We were. I was on. I was definitely on. I yeah. uh, I'll, I'll forge of the picture, but it's definitely a wide crowd shot. I wasn't the crying guy. I wasn't. I didn't get a close up. <laughs> like the, the
0: crying guy. Yes. Yeah.
1: They showed the crying guy. Um, but no, I was. I was definitely in there, and that red shirt paid off because I was like, "Ha, there I am, right there." Awesome.
0: You know? Yep. Awesome. That's that's an experience. That is an experience,
1: right? I could say I've been to WrestleManias. I've been to the Royal Rumble. I've been to Saturday Night's Main Event. I've been to a WCW pay per view, World War Three. I've been to a real ECW pay per view. Uh, a real
0: ECW pay per
1: view. Real ECW pay per view. I've been to a bunch of stuff, and now I could. You know, I was there when CM Punk came back after seven years. That's pretty cool.
0: It is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's it was a nice booby prize because we couldn't go to all out because we were all we all had conflicts for all out. So this was a nice booby. Wow. That's that's more even more historic. Well, and now I'm after if I know they're going to expedite his uh, CM Punk's figure, his Jazzwares figure. Oh yeah. And I usually I was like, well, I don't really need a punk figure, but if he if if he's wearing the stuff that he was wearing, like the street clothes, just like the shirt and jeans that he was wearing that night. Mm-hmm. He's probably, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have to buy him. You're gonna he's have probably- to get like
0: a shadow box for like your memory of that day.
1: Yeah, he's, if they come out with the figure like that, he's probably gonna be holding the ice cream wrapper in my basement for all eternity. Probably.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. I hope, I hope they make him like how he returned. So it's like a nice little keepsake if people are like collecting the stuff from that day, it like fits in perfectly for that.
1: Yeah, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast talks about how Jeremy Pedauer, like, they, they, he seems to always put out the first one is always in street clothes for some reason. That's just oh, something to do. Yeah,
0: I don't know where they get that from. I'm trying to remember, like... How many are there? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember the first Undertaker figure he may have worked on. It may have been in street
1: clothes for all I know. Right? So they were saying that Punk is going to be in street clothes, and I'm over here like, Yes, please.
0: <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Well, I am so excited to hear about your Chicago stories that everything went well, that my hometown treated you uh, well and everything like that, that um, you had a great time at the uh, rampage and that you saw CM Punk return. So great to hear all around that Uh, you did not disappoint with the stories.
1: Yeah, we've heard rumors that uh, they are taking their next pay-per-view in November full gear out of St. Louis. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a COVID in Missouri thing or if it's the arena's booked thing or what. But I've heard rumors they might be moving it. And I heard rumors that it might be in St. Paul. So we might get a pay-per-view here if they can find a venue that's not booked with like high school girls volleyball tournaments or something. we got a lot of high school tournaments that time of year. So we'll see what happens, but oh yeah. Wow. Will you go if it's there? Oh, of course. Of course. If it's right here, like we can go to a pay-per-view and we don't have to drive eight hours or pay for a hotel. That's more money that you can put in the seats and get a little closer. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or towards the merch stand or anything else you can get for stuff like that.
1: Right. Yeah. Extra money to pay a guy to, to, I like don't want to pay
0: a guy <laughs> pretend <laughs> right. you're my friend for five minutes <laughs> right that's genius right it is it is genius um oh and before we get started on the period yeah. of life which is why we are here afterwards yes. <laughs> after all um any luck finding your hall of champions taker or your adrenaline taker figure
1: no not yet Oh uh, yeah. I've got, okay. I've got ticklers. I got ticklers. I know. Set. You got feelers out. Yep. I got ticklers set on eBay. So I'm just waiting for a deal ski. Nice. nice. Or something that's a little lower than normal. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I know Hall of champions can be a hundred bucks sometimes or 80 bucks. So if I, somebody put one up there for a little lower than that, I'd probably pounce on it.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. i it's crazy. It's just crazy. Right. Like I said, I saw that once in like that case fresh box never saw it again
1: yep some people just just, you gotta wait it's just like fishing you just gotta wait it out because some people don't know what they have or they don't care some people don't even care they just post it for 50 bucks i just want to get rid of it so yeah that's true just like fishing you just gotta wait it out yeah
0: cast your lines
1: yep there's some papers i've had for five years and then they finally they finally pay off you know
0: yeah yeah I can attest to that. There, are, You know, you just wait it out. Right. Absolutely. Just wait it out. But one thing we will not be waiting it out is for the Buried Alive match on SmackDown. The third episode in SmackDown's history gives us a pay-per-view quality match as um, the Undertaker and the Big Show, the Unholy Alliance, hopes to recapture their tag team championship gold. From the rock and sock connection, an Undertaker specialty has buried alive match. And I am queued up at one hour, eight minutes, and nineteen seconds. And you are carrying que- uh, queued up at the same exact time. Yes. So we are just rolling along here.
1: And some of the some of the things I, uh, I kind of watched that episode and just talking about taking a snapshot of September 99 in the fed, some of the other storylines, I took notes on what was going on Okay. right now, right now is the Al snow, big boss, man, uh, pepper story where boss man fed the dog to Al snow and made him crazy. Oh my God. Yes. So yes. they are cruising for the, uh, they're cruising for the kennel from hell match, which is going to be at unforgiven coming up. So that's, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's coming up that and then the um the british bulldog returned as i mentioned so he returns for the first time since the screw job and now he's the blue jeans bulldog he's not wearing like the union jack tights anymore and that's important uh, bulldog coming back because he's the guy that's going to substitute for the undertaker at the six-pack challenge at unforgiven yeah if he wasn't hurt so uh, i also noticed as you probably did in this episode a baby face and i really mean legitimately baby face stephanie mcmahon she's probably like 22 uh her and her and tests at a wedding date that as we know Mm -hmm. will never happen
0: yeah and i um, just finished that thing as i was uh queuing up here and getting everything ready i was watching the stephanie test segment
1: oh my god right right um Dudley's debuted a week before to feud with the acolytes and Vince is going to win the title next week after this. And germane to this episode, the rock and stock connection, they just formed on August 30th. So two weeks before this was um, the rock on raw was supposed to face big show and Undertaker alone. And that was going to be like a a big punishment. He wasn't going to make it out alive probably. So his longtime rival mankind said, I can't let you do that. Let me, joined forces with you to take them on. And that started their, that started their little team. And that was only on August 30th. And this is September 9th. So this isn't too long. And they're already tag champs.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Right. And um, funny, you should say that about the bulldog replacing the undertaker. You know, I was going to, you know, just little things coming up here. uh, And we were also talking about pay-per-view quality matches on SmackDown I think it's about a week later or two weeks later, they're going to have a five-man Royal Rumble match. And I think that was to determine who would like enter the six-pack challenge last or something like that? that. And you have like Big Show, Undertaker, Rock, Mankind, and Kane all competing in a Royal Rumble match. And the reason why I have this Undertaker here joining me here, the Raw Heat Smackdown edition, is because this is a transition period between ministry into the badass. And we get, we get this exact look of the Undertaker in that Royal Rumble match, where he literally comes out on stage, goes right to the announcing desk, announces the Royal Rumble match with Michael Cole and King, before getting into the ring at the last second, dumping out the big show and rock and winning the match.
1: That's great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so another another great piece of Undertaker Smackdown history is just like one or two weeks away. And it's just like classic uh, stuff. Just, you know, it's just memories you don't forget. And that's just, just great.
1: Makes you wonder when they decided he's going to be out for a long time because as of two weeks from here, so even September twenty third, they're still they're still letting him win this rumble and come in last in theory. Like, do they? At what point are they thinking? Okay, he just needs to rest up for a couple weeks. We'll keep him off on the sidelines, but on TV still. And at some point, they must get the news like he's going to need to be gone for a while. I don't know. I don't know when that happened. Actually, though,
0: I think it must happen on that. I think the SmackDown afterwards when McMahon puts Triple H in that gauntlet of matches Mm -hmm. and he's supposed to fight Undertaker in the casket, but then Undertaker, you know, after he beats up X-Pac and everything, he says, okay, our job's done. Let's go. And then he just walks out on Vince. Right. I guess they must've known that week saying, you know, he needs surgery and you know, what else can you do?
1: Boy, uh, Bruce Pritchard always talks about like, hey, stuff happens. People get hurt. People miss flights. I mean, it's few and far between, but sometimes we got you know, card subject to change. Mm-hmm. And he always says, when you do that, though, you always try to give the audience similar or better, if possible. And uh, Undertaker is hard to top, but uh, yeah. <laughs> they replace The Undertaker with The Bulldog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's- not the, not the best choice of replacement.
1: No, that puts the Bulldog in a real bad spot, too. Bulldog's a great wrestler, but uh, The Undertaker's hard to live up to, man.
0: Yeah, because they don't even replace him with Austin.
1: Right. Like
0: Austin is Aust- Austin's the guest referee,
1: I think, in that six-pack challenge. Yeah, he's not in the match, yeah.
0: Yeah, which is weird to me.
1: That's another thing, like, odd. Yeah, maybe he wasn't ready to go, for all we know.
0: Well, he gets run over in about a month and a half. So,
1: no, he, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, at least Undertaker had a graceful exit here. He just walks out of Vince, you know, at least he didn't have to get hit by a truck or something.
1: Yeah, he didn't get hit by a car. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, well, enough with the backstory and the future. Yeah. We are here for the Buried Alive match. And on the count of three, we shall hit play and get started. Are you ready?
1: I am always ready.
0: Ah, just like Matt Cardona, who is That's always right. <laughs> ready. Let us get started with three, two, one, play. I always loved this theme song mashup from Undertaken Big Show.
1: Yeah, it's not too bad. There's some of the mashups that they did that was really out of place. Yeah. But this, this isn't too bad at all, actually. Yeah. They keep talking about, Cole keeps talking about two tons of dirt, two tons of dirt. That's two tons of dirt. And I mean, yeah. I don't know what tons of dirt looks like, but that little mound above the grass doesn't look like two tons to me, but we'll go with it, I guess. And
0: two tons never get shoveled on somebody unless, you know, unless you're the undertaker getting the backhoe shoved on you.
2: Yeah. It's
0: they, um, hardly ever used.
1: I noticed here, they announced their combined weight at 828 pounds. And for a minute, I was like, where do they get that number? But if you think about it, Big Show's build weight was 500 pounds back then.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Taker's was 328 at the yep. time. That's 828. That was that's yeah. a nice little touch. That's a nice little touch.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Undertaker in his Hall of Champions gear, as we were just talking about, his red outline TX.
1: Yep.
2: It's probably my favorite ministry attire. I love the red outline.
1: You see Taker's hair there. He's got the wet hair looking, but you can tell it's red. It's not really black. Like, mm-hmm. he's making that transition.
0: Yeah. Especially in the roots at the top. You can tell.
1: Yeah. I Well, you were talking about earlier, too, um, I think before we hit record. But it's interesting with this episode. At the beginning of the episode, they had China and Triple H were ambushing Kane mm-hmm. in the parking lot. And then Undertaker and Big Show come and chase them away. He doesn't hit Triple H or China, and he doesn't help Kane up, but they chase them away, uh, and they kind of save Kane, which I found to be interesting. Um, And then then later in the episode, Kane has a title match with Triple H and and loses when they they cheat with the sledgehammer again. And they're about ready to attack him with the sledgehammer, and here comes Kane and the Big Show. I'm sorry, Undertaker and Big Show to save Kane again, which is
0: interesting. It is. I think this is around the time like Undertaker's trying to sway Kane away from X Pac, you know, bring him back to the dark side and everything like that. Sure. So, you know, trying to show like X Pac doesn't care about you. I care about you. I'm your brother and everything. It's good stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. Or maybe one of those things where like I can mess with my brother, but you can't mess with my brother, you
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. Only I. <laughs> like we were talking about, I think it was last time. I really wonder where they would have taken it. If he didn't get injured, like where would his the character transition, how it would have taken place, and everything like that. It's always fun to think about things like that.
1: Absolutely. Um, Rock getting one of his classic late entrances to a tag yeah. match, multi man match. He always shows up late for that big pop. And like we were talking about, the rock and sock connection is so new, they're not even called the rock and sock connection. They're That's still right. mankind in the rock, yeah.
0: Arntaker and Rock trading blows at the entrance ramp.
2: Undertaker's not even waiting to Rock gets into the ring. Right. Rock has red outline on his trunks, too. It's, yeah. it's, it's a red kind
0: of day here in the WWF.
1: <laughs> they must have coordinated, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if only Mankind would have had, like, red sweatpants.
1: Right. Well, he's wearing a reddish tie. So maybe that was his. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just like you today, wearing your red Undertaker tie.
1: I needed to see Mick Foley off because by the time yeah. we come back to the thing, he'll be retired. He'll be commissioner.
0: <laughs> and Undertaker and Rock, once rivals, will become tag team champions next time we uh, join forces.
1: You got to love the world of wrestling. I think. And I saw Rock and Undertaker fight. Live at No Way Out 02 in Milwaukee. So they on again, off again, on, on again. That's,
0: you know, best of friends. You know, if we're not fighting, we're, we're, no, we're together.
1: Right. Oh, he's going to hit that people's elbow unless somebody were to come and spoil it for the people.
0: Spo- you know, spoil it for the people? Like Undertaker just did? Oh,
1: yes spoiling the crowd booing. They want that people's elbow, and they're not going to get it. At least not right now. Rock Rock
0: can always sell a right hand
1: so well. Of course. And they show, like, 15-year-old Michael Cole in jeans. (laughs) 15-year-old Michael Cole. Do you remember, one of my Michael Cole memories from 99 is, at WrestleMania 15, I swear, and everybody tells me I'm high. I (laughs) swear, They had a segment where he said, and, you know, join us after the match, after Austin and the rock main event, join us after the match. We'll have an interview with the new champion. And my friends and I just looked at each other. Like, did he just say new champion? Like we all were pretty sure that Austin was going to beat the rock, but like to confirm it on TV, we were pretty sure that happened, but everybody I talked to about it says they have no recollection of it.
0: You know, I, I have not seen WrestleMania 15 in its entirety, for a long time. I usually just watch The Undertaker match. Sure. But, you know, I have to go back and watch that. You know, now now I'm thinking about that.
1: Or they cut it out of Peacock or something, so you got to have it on, like, DVD or VHS. Oh, my God. But I've searched the internet, and I'm like, is this just the Mandela effect? Am I remembering (laughs) something that isn't really true? Like, I swear to God this happened, but nobody knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) If anybody out there knows what i'm talking about
0: yeah please send us uh send us proof
1: S- yeah save my sanity yes
0: all, all three people minus undertaker are now at by the gravesite
1: big show all just of- oh just got a low blow with the shovel and earlier in the parking lot china gave him a low blow at the beginning is, of the show so it is
0: not a-, a good day to be the big show
1: right <laughs> I'm surprised Big Show actually fits in that grave. I like lengthwise. I didn't know if he would fit in there, but if he does.
0: Yeah. You know, here comes Undertaker now. Going against Mankind, saving the Big Show, or at least half of the Big Show. Rock is Burke. still shoveling.
1: Rock don't even care about his friend. He's just going to no. keep shoveling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it's all about the uh, tag titles for the Rock.
1: Uh, Undertaker Mankind pairing off here. Man, their feud you know, started after WrestleMania 12 the night after. You know, King of the Ring 96, Boiler Room Brawl, Hell in a Cell 98. They were just fighting for the tag belts with Kane, now yeah. with The Rock. Like, mankind and Undertaker are constant. Always, always
0: at each other. Yeah. Undertaker blinding The Rock there with the dirt, classic tactic in these buried alive matches.
2: I mean, if you don't use the dirt to blind your opponent, what are you really doing? Right.
1: Just pick him up and slam him, Undertaker. What are you doing?
2: He's got, he's got, you know, he's he's just
1: <laughs> bring
0: in the moment. You gotta taunt. You gotta <laughs> trash talk.
1: You gotta have Rock get that momentum back. I believe Lawler says Rock's got one foot in the grave and one on a banana peel, which is classic Jerry Lawler.
0: Oh, classic Jerry
2: Lawler. <laughs> And that slide down the uh, grave pie didn't help the Undertaker's
1: pulled groin at the time. Sure. But, you know. Interesting perspective behind the little oval, the oval Titantron back then in SmackDown. I've yeah, never i
0: never seen I love the oval Titan Tron. So, oh, oh, here comes that classic moment. And you know Mick Foley. You know <laughs> Mick Foley was
1: the one who called the spot. Like, oh, I yeah. Want, here it goes. Like a basketball. Like,
0: like a young babe roof.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my God, he missed. He came up short, and then you can hear a thud if you had the sound on.
0: Oh, oh. my God. Nesty that... punch. You know, I shouldn't laugh, but that is that is still hilarious to watch. Mankind of getting tossed right into the grave site.
1: Oh, my God. From from the stage? That's crazy. And like I said, I know McFoley was the one who was like, you know what you ought to do? Throw me into the hole from the yeah. stage.
0: Throw me into the hole. He probably asked Undertaker to do it. Undertaker said no. I I threw you off one thing before. I'm not throwing you off another thing. We're done,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, Mr. Socko.
2: Big show, you do it. A stinking
1: sock. Stinking sock with dirt on it, I'm sure. Yeah. Show's going to go in the hole here for the second time. Uh, they don't really do a lot of close-ups once you're in the hole i noticed that they don't do a lot of close-ups tonight i don't they don't want to give the secret away i would love to know how the buried alive match works
0: if i had a guess i'm guessing there's some kind of opening on the side
1: there's gotta be right bruce pritchard won't say he won't ever give it away on the show
0: especially now
2: that he's hired back sure right
1: In theory, this is a good strategy, though. If you can knock the big show out, then you've got all day to bury him. I didn't realize show didn't to take his earring off to wrestle.
0: (laughs) And and Rock and Undertaker are somewhere backstage, I presume, fighting at each other.
1: When they're doing this live, I wonder if they're just ad-libbing, or are they just kind of chilling out until the red light comes on, and then they get going again backstage? I don't know. I'm guessing they're just
0: chilling. They're not gonna keep fighting each other. Nobody's watching them. Undertaker right. um, guy has to rest his his legs and groin
1: anyway. Hip, yeah. This slow shoveling—it's almost being to, uh, there. You go. It would almost be easier to get to behind the mound and just push the dirt in with the stupid shovel.
2: Oh, here comes Triple H. Here comes Triple H
0: oh he hits rock and he wipes out the undertaker Eh, that's good his triple h's palm now
1: (laughs) no notice triple h has attacked kane triple h has attacked the rock yeah Uh,
0: he's just helping out he's just helping out his his former corporate ministry partner
1: yeah he's never touched the undertaker we were talking about where they going with things you know
0: china now
1: oh that's not gonna do nothing to him no sell
0: And China, China's just looking after the Undertaker too, helping out the old corporate ministry leader. Yeah. You know. Here, here comes a, a nice pounce. Yeah, especially for a guy with a bad groin. Yeah, and a bad hip, and a bad knee. He's,
1: he's, moving, for, he's,
0: he's moving better than the Big Show is.
1: He just yells for the Big Show to wake up and get out of the hole, and he does. Oh, with the shovel.
0: This is only the is this the third period of life? I think it is. I think so. I think you're right. Right now, Undertaker's one and one. Right. A win against mankind and a loss against Austin.
1: Yep. Mankind in the hole here, and he will not die. I mean No,
0: he will not. He keeps getting up. He's he's a glutton for punishment. Oh, Big Show just falls on him in the.
1: <laughs> Big Show. I listen to the commentary. Big Show just smothers his face in the dirt until he passes out. I was like, "What the hell is the Big Show doing right now?" And he, yeah, he apparently smothers him in the dirt till he passes out. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I wouldn't take it wouldn't take that quick to pass out, but okay, right, Big Show. right,
1: right, we're going with it.
0: Yeah, going with it. We're losing TV time.
2: Undertaker going to... Oh, there his room. Rock. There you go.
1: Just keep him busy so Show can keep it's, shoveling. It's, That's all.
2: it's such a good dynamic
0: between Undertaker and Rock. They, they gelled so well together.
1: Oh, here comes Triple H. Now he's yeah, going to attack is. Big Show. He's attacked Rock, Kane. Big Show's, Big,
0: Big Show's going too slow. He's got to finish this off.
1: Big show, done for the night, just like that.
0: And now Triple H is aiding The Undertaker in burying
1: mankind. The only guy he didn't attack all night, and then he's going to help them win the tag belts for some reason.
0: Yeah, makes you wonder, like, do they have something planned in the future here, maybe? It's like... Even Undertaker, in that gauntlet match, as we talked about earlier, he refused to face Triple H.
1: Maybe they were going to be the two-man power trip.
0: Who knows? Mm, You never know. He refused to face Triple H in that gauntlet. He said, you know, he was not here to do that. So it gives you the impression like maybe they were going to form something together.
1: Right. Maybe they're in cahoots. Because Undertaker did chase Triple H off of Kane a couple times tonight, but he, he never hit him. He just chased That's him nice. off. That's yeah. nice. Big Show is legitimately dead.
2: Yeah. And,
1: <laughs> Und- <should>
0: been- <laughs> and Undertaker wins the match, not even having to bury Mankind or The
1: Rock. It's a good day for The Undertaker. Right always makes me wonder how they clean this thing up after you know, the show ends, everybody leaves. How do they clean all this crap up?
0: And, and also how they get it there. Right. It must, it must detach into pieces. It's,
1: yeah. And it's buried by dirt, whatever it is, you know? I don't yeah. Know.
0: Which is why I'm guessing there's some kind of opening in there because it's just part of a piece. Oh, an ambulance, you know, that's never good. Usually somebody's
1: inside. Right? <clears throat> and throughout the night tonight, they kept talking about old, where is Stone Cold? They slid that in there a couple times. So you just knew this was bad news.
2: Triple H pointing to the big show.
1: like if they're here for big show don't open the door yourself yeah don't just take some <laughs> triple h and it's the return of austin for the first time since SummerSlam. amazing right? i didn't even i didn't even notice that now he's been gone
2: a couple weeks i don't he know returns, if he else, he like, returns on a smackdown that's true they're trying to get that show over Just Oops. did he just step on mankind? <laughs> jumps in the hole, jumps out of the hole. Sorry, mankind.
1: <laughs> I think these guys are gonna. I don't know if they fight at Unforgiven. I think I know they fight at No Mercy. And then you're right by Survivor Series, Austin's hit by a car, and and uh, Triple H is off with Vince McMahon.
2: Yeah. Into the ambulance. He's gonna pull a uh,
1: he's gonna pull a Hulk Hogan here, Hulk Hogan before WrestleMania 18. Remember he had Rock. then NWO had Vince, oh, yeah. and then they plowed him with the uh, the semi truck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Austin loves vehicles.
1: Yes, I was famously there. I'm contractually obligated to remind everybody I was there for the Zamboni Raw in Detroit, which
0: is an amazing Raw. That's when Undertaker and Kane attacked Vince. Yes, it is an amazing Raw.
1: I was so bummed because they had the, they had the belt out in the velvet like container and they were going to present it to whoever they thought beat Austin the night before. And I was like, Oh man, they're going to give it to the undertaker and I'm going to be there a lot. And then they, they did not do that. And I was disappointed.
2: Yeah. That's a disappointing. (laughs) Yep. Into the,
1: uh, into the semi, just like Hulk Hogan.
0: As the camera conveniently pans away from the ambulance, or so Triple H can get out of it.
1: Yep, yep. It's interesting because it's I, stuff because it's the third episode of SmackDown. We got to get this show over, or is this just 1999? Like this show is just shot out of a cannon. Like all the stuff that they did in one night. My God.
0: Uh, ruined a perfectly good ambulance
2: and dumpster. dumpster.
1: <laughs> like they did this semi spot they had a buried alive match Kane almost tried to light Triple H and China on fire with gas in the parking lot earlier tonight uh they had a shark cage with Chris Jericho I mean my god they did a lot of stuff in one night it's just 1999 craziness I tell you yeah so good so good such a time to be alive Triple H is in theory dead but I'm sure he'll be on TV on Monday yeah And this puts an end to the Rock and Sock Connections first ever reign as tag team champions after eight days. Yeah. They lose the belts and Undertaker and uh, and Big Show are champions again. This time, Undertaker and Big Show are going to be champions for 13 days. Woo. Yeah. Cool. So, first, first reign was eight days, second reign was 13 days, and then they're going to uh, lose them back to Rock and Sock on Raw, as we talked about Um in a dark, uh, dark, what was it, Dark Side Rules match where- Yes, uh, Dark Side Rules, where anybody can face each other. Any member nice. of the ministry can defend the tag belt. So essentially it's Rock and Sock versus uh, Big Show, Viscera, and Midian with Undertaker on commentary because he does, he quote, doesn't want to wrestle in the match. As we know, he's hurt. He can't wrestle in the match, mm-hmm. but he's passing it off as, I don't care. <laughs> So uh, obviously, so he loses the belts and he's not even part of the decision.
2: It's
1: tough. It is. But
0: that is not the end of the Undertaker's tag team title victories. He will have success again with an odd tag team partner. Uh, He joins forces with The Rock on an episode of Monday Night Raw, uh, December 2000. I don't know the exact date right now. Uh, But December 18th, December 18th. Wow. An early Christmas present for the undertaker and the rock. Uh, They joined forces to win the tag team championships and hold it for a whopping four days.
2: Yes. Before
0: losing it on SmackDown to, I believe edge and Christian.
1: I think so. Yep.
0: Um, But it is in the history books. It is in the record books that undertaker and rock are tag team champions. And that is our next stop on the Undertaker Tag Team Championship victory train before he finds his groove with Kane and just it's just fun stuff
1: ahead. I can't wait to watch that episode of Raw and kind of get an idea of what's going on. A snapshot of 2000 WWF. Because I kind of don't remember exactly why they teamed up. I'm sure they thought mankind and the Rock being champions was kind of the same thing. Like, oh, we'll just put them together. It'll be, we'll get in and we'll get out of it. But then it was such a hit, they stayed with it for a while. Um,
0: Well, I know, I know that Undertaker saved Rock at Judgment Day. He's he saved him again the night after from an attack. Mm -hmm. so and then the following week they tried to put them together in a lumberjack match where they had all the mcmahon helmsley lumberjacks and instead of fighting each other they fought the lumberjacks so it's almost like you know like six months later you know put them in a tag match have them win the tag belts and i think and i think like a week or so later is armageddon the hell in a cell
1: yeah i remember i think they might have I think they might've taped raw back then, or maybe they taped that raw cause it was Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So I remember reading that about the, I read the results. I read the spoilers at college and then I flew home for Christmas break. And then I remember getting to watch, watch it live knowing that he was going to win the tag belts, you know, on raw at home, which was really, really cool. Um, that, you know, we're halfway through now. So we've seen three and we got three to go, right?
0: Yes. He is a six time, yeah. six time tag champion. Yeah. That's, and yeah cuz and also he's that one-time WCW tag champion which That's he right. wins at SummerSlam 01 which we will watch. That's going to be a fun one too.
1: We should cover that one too, I assume.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I like I like going through like specific moments of careers like this and seeing his different championship victories. It's fun. It's fun because you get to see like Matches like this, the buried alive match that you know most people probably just glance over when they rewatch I... moments of Undertaker's career. He wins a he wins a championship on SmackDown in a buried alive match with the Big Show.
1: Yeah, I and I always I always cherish those because Undertaker he won a lot of belts, but he was not like Ric Flair or Cena or Austin. I mean, he didn't get all those championship, 15, 16 championship reign. So anytime he won a tag belt or like the hardcore belt, it was like, all right, all right, finally, we're getting some. We we got a Royal Rumble, finally. Yes,
0: yes. I remember when he won that Rumble. I remember watching that. He finally won it. That was so proud, so proud.
1: Just to know that the office would let him get one, because I thought he's already a made man. They're not going to give it to him. They're going to give it to somebody on their way up he's never going to get a rumble. So it's kind of nice that they stopped and gave him one.
0: I'm so glad they gave him one because he would have been basically the only main eventer then that d- didn't have one. Right. Because Austin has three, Rock has one, Triple H has two, you know, right. all like the top guys have a rumble. He had to win one. I was like, this series his year. And finally, finally it paid off.
2: Finally. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I remember that year ago, I said it before, going through the roster and who was going to announce for the Rumble. And I'm like, man, other than like Shawn Michaels and maybe Team RKO, like there's nobody on here that's going to have a chance at realistically winning. You know, MVP isn't going to win. Mr. Kennedy's not going to win. Like it's, it's it's, a rated RKO and it's Shawn Michaels and it's The Undertaker and that's it. Oh, and,
0: that's, and that's the final four.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: the final four.
1: And that, you know, as you know, that that final two with with Sean, that was the impetus for the matches that we eventually got at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah, we got that we got that snapshot of the WrestleManias at the end of the rumble.
1: Yep, that's true. Well, um,
0: after we're done with the tag matches, we should do his hardcore title. You mentioned the hardcore oh championship. We have to do Rob Van Dam at Vengeance.
1: I have the Vengeance. I remember. Watching that at my buddy's house in college, and I remember saying when he won the tag team title, well, not even when he won the uh, the hardcore title, not even when he won the match, but when they were chanting, they're fighting by the entryway, him and RVD, and they're chanting RVD, RVD, RVD. And I know Undertaker turns around and yells at the crowd, he's just like, RVD's getting his ass whipped. <laughs> and I was like, I told my friends, I'm like, I'm buying the DVD, I don't even care, I'm buying the DVD. That was a great moment, and then he won the belt, and so. Uh, that DVD's still over there right now. I, that Vengeance 01 DVD.
2: I
0: oh, uh, he's so quick. Him and his and that what chant? Say yes. What, say what if you sleep with your sister?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my
1: god. Oh
0: my
2: so god. Good. It's well, so what, good.
1: It's, we always try to compare the matches to toys, or you do on your on your podcast. Yes. And so I took these notes. Oh, or, look, at, look at you.
0: Yes, you're so much more prepared than the host himself.
1: Uh, I took these notes before I listened to your last episode from uh, last Friday. Yeah. And so I had them all ironed out and I'm like, I got the I got this figure that's uh, kind of under the radar. I think I'm going to surprise him a little bit. It's going to be good. It was made 99. Okay. And so then I listened to your Friday episode, probably, probably on Wednesday or so. I listened to it uh, during the day. And you're like, yeah, back talking crushers. And I'm like, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, cause I was going to bring it up because the, the toys we talked about the, like the tag, the hall of champions figure at SummerSlam 99. Mm-hmm. And it's only been two weeks in since the last one. <laughs> it's only been two weeks in WWF time. Right. So the, the figures haven't really changed, but. One of the I looked up some of the 1999 Undertaker figures and one of the ones that I thought was interesting. And I agree with you that it is, you buried it alive on Friday, um, but it, it's just um, like a talking figure. And I thought it was interesting and funny because I, I hope they say more than one thing because they do, on, the, they do. on the box, you see on the back, it says the rock says like, you know um, he says his catchphrase, you know, And then, you know, Austin says like his catchphrase, you know, and that's the bottom line. And so everybody says their catchphrase and Undertaker's little air bubble says, you smashed my arm. (laughs) And I'm like, you smashed my arm out of all the things you could have put on there. You smashed my arm. I'm like, I hope hope it says more than one thing on there. Um, So I've got a tickler out for that figure just to see if I can get one in the in the package and then maybe it'll still work if you replace the batteries i don't like you said i don't know if that will happen but um i was gonna bring up that figure but then you you beat me to it
0: yeah um if i remember correctly he makes grunts i think they make grunt noises like oh stuff like that you smash my arm and like i think it's like you're crushing the lord of darkness or something like that But it's all, like, the same body molds, and it's, like, (laughs) so, like, ridiculous. Yeah. What's funny is you have the Big Show and The Undertaker in that series. Tag Team Champions here, as we just talked about.
1: There you go. Um, Well, that led me to thinking about, too, closely related to that. Do you have or have you seen the – they came out in 2000, but the Signature Jams figures, because Taker had three of them as the Biker Taker in 2000. And I don't think the figure speaks, but it comes with like a little JVC Kaboom box. Yeah. That I, you hit the button on that. Do you know, does that play? I mean, does that, how does licensing go? Does that play Limp Bizkit or, or Kid Rock?
0: It plays Roland.
1: Does it really? Yeah. That's crazy. I assume I know. it's like 30 second snippet or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Very small.
1: Wow. Because I saw yeah. that I was, I was using that wrestling figure database and I saw those too. I'm like, that's, and that's closely related to the backtalking crushers. It plays his music, but I, I wonder what music, you know, mm-hmm. interesting.
0: Yeah. I, I know the, because I, I have, I have the, I have three of them and I think, I think two of them work and the fir- and I think the last two play Roland. The first one may play kid rock. It depends when it was released. I don't know. Because I think one of them, my batteries are dead on it. But of course, I don't open it up.
2: Right, right. So,
0: and so the first one may play Kid Rock. I don't know.
1: Interesting. Sometimes when Taker had those real songs, he'd get his toys or the video game would just be like random generic butt rock because they couldn't pay for Kid Rock. Right. Right.
0: But that's that is interesting. I, I'm guessing all three may play Roland because it seems like they have the rights to that more than Kid Rock. So I'm guessing all three may play Roland, but they It doesn't play like the Dead Man theme or anything. It does
1: play his badass theme. Right. Yeah. Which makes sense because this yeah. is this is 2000. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: interesting. Yeah. How many? Uh, how you gotta tell me? How many Ultimates did you end up ordering? Did you just get one?
0: No, I got I got six.
1: You got six? I got
0: what? six. <laughs> Increase my chances of getting a good one.
1: Right. I know that the box has to be pristine.
2: Especially and-
0: especially uh, these, as I, uh, I never had an ultimate because they didn't make him yet. Yeah. Uh, but as I've seen them in Target and I heard on the Wrestling Figure podcast, it's like they have all these different corners and the tape is sometimes like screwed up and like the different corners may be like, like ripped or stuff. And I'm like, Oh crap. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, only- let me get six. I got them in those, uh, protector cases. Oh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah,
0: So it's like, okay, maybe they'll take, you know, they'll put them nicely. They won't get shoved around. So, okay. And I may keep like two, two in like the, in my bins for now and just like keep the rest, you know, for investments. Cause they seem to be like going high and high and high.
1: Just say you could always resell it and probably get your money back at some point. And that's yeah.
0: definitely a figure, you know, I probably open one up for display.
1: Yeah. Well, some people do that when you get the multiple heads like that, they buy four figures so you can display all four heads. I mean, depending.
0: Yeah. If I was a loose collector, I would do that too.
1: I think, I mean, I got, I got one. Uh, um, I only got one, but I think I'm going to do the, the, a lot of people were kind of talking about the heads not looking like 1998 Undertaker except for the the one that's actually on the body the one with the hair that's down in front because of the cape yeah. you now
0: the only one i don't think looks like is one with the tongue yeah because he does the tongue in 99
1: sure in ministry yeah. so
0: yes. it's like uh they could have done like just regular eyes rolled back so i was sure. like uh if all the heads i'm like uh i don't like that one
1: i'll have to see it when it's in front of me but i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna go with the head that they just had on there which is the one with the hair in front yeah, yeah because the other I, heads the other heads won't work with the cloak and the cloak is everything here yeah that cloak is staying on that's what makes that figure to me that's what makes it different than anything else i have in the detail so yeah. he's gotta that's gotta be the one and i'll just take the other heads and put them in a little baggie i guess
0: yeah. or you can display them next to him or you can hold them like i get <laughs> i get a pay-per-view poster where he's holding his head
1: bad blood yeah yeah
0: you can have him recreate that poster
1: there you go i didn't even think of that it's not a bad idea (laughs) did you order a cane
0: i did not order a cane and i'm like should i
1: order a cane i part of me wanted to um because it's so closely related but he's not technically my guy you know yeah yeah i was like and that cape idea, that's a that's a deep cut because he only wore that for like one day. That's a deep cut. So that's kind of cool, but man, it's not my guy.
0: Yeah, that's the only thing. I'm like, mm, eventually when I have my collection set up, do I really want a cane in there? Cause then I had to get okay, like if I get cane, then it's like, oh, why don't you have Triple H? Uh, why don't you have Shawn Michaels? And it's right. like, okay. And
1: no, no. Where do you draw the line? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Looking around, I don't think wrestling figure wise, I don't think I have anything outside of the Undertaker. I don't think I have any other wrestling figures. So if I do get that CM Punk, that'll be a first. It's just not something and I do.
0: Speaking of CM Punk, I was actually thinking of uh, when the prices come down to look, hopefully get that WrestleMania Punk because it has like Undertaker gear. So I was like, I guess I can pass that off as like an Undertaker themed figure. So I was like, eh, maybe,
1: but it'll probably be a while because everything punk right now is so hot. So I'm like, I I'm still I, looking for my. I my literally
0: favorite. heard that there was like no figures on eBay. People were just buying them up.
1: Wow! I'm like, what the hell? I'm still looking for my 2011 white shirt, but I know it's, it's <laughs> going to be it's gonna be a while for sure. Because not only do you got to find a medium in decent quality, but people are going to be asking for like $300 right now. So I, it's going to be a while. I got to wait for it to calm down. Yeah. yeah. But you in know, the meantime, no 2XL uh,
0: no for you.
1: No, not, not anymore. <laughs> Which I might've had to, right? If I was in line and I got to the front, I might've had, they might've said, well, all we got left is 2XL and I might've uh, had to buy. Yeah, You have bad flashbacks on oh, 2XL. Right. Even even this, I think is at least an XL. I'll have to look it up, but even this is an XL. So I don't even, that was what, 2001 when I bought this? 2000? Undertaker work shirt. You got to look it up.
0: I do. I, I this, didn't even know that existed. I didn't even know they made that. again so much so much merch like from merch stands and those shop zone catalogs i'm like there's so
1: much stuff i mean taker wore it i mean it was part of his gear for sometimes he would wear that in jeans he'd cut the sleeves off but geez that was probably well about the time of the t-shirt late 2000 early 2001 he wore the work shirt a bunch that's that's where i was like man i got yeah i'll order that shirt yeah cool keep in mind I don't have nearly like the pipes that the undertaker has not even close. Like what was I thinking? I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That is awesome.
1: I, uh, I did listen on your last episode on Friday too. I had no idea that there was a blue box, um, bone crunch and buddies. Yes. I had no idea. Is he is he any different? Is the actual figure any different from the other one with tattoos? I can't I can't tell online. He doesn't look different. I
0: don't think so. I don't it's, think so.
1: But it's in for the box, huh? Yeah.
0: Of course, of course. And, and I I never seen one pop up. And um, Kane and I ten um, guy that collects Kane. Yeah, you know, he said that it's so weird. You know, Kane's in that series, and it took him a while to find Kane. And it's just like basically like except Kane. It's like all re-releases in that set. Okay. You know, they re-released Austin, Undertaker, I think Rock, and Triple H. So it's like Kane's the only new figure in that set, but it's like all re-releases. And I'm like, they had to re-release the Undertaker, really?
1: Right. Oh, great. Because I bought. You know, over the winter, I bought the red and the purple with the LJN looking figure. They had that series that looks like an LJN figure. I have to look it up on my eBay history. I, I think I got a good deal. I think I got all three of them for like eighty bucks or hundred bucks. I thought I felt like that was a that's pretty a great deal. deal. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty darn good deal. And, um, and they were all still in the box. Like I had to cut them out of the box. They go, they were still in there. Um, but I don't know that I could fit a third one on top of my detail. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't know that that existed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if I ever get it and they're the same, you know, you can put your worries at rest. You don't have to get it then.
1: Yes. I, I love that first one because his, uh, his face skin is like gray and his yeah. body peach which is amazing i love that (laughs) yeah
0: i like i like the the purple is more you can see the purple more in his face and everything so it's like more ghoulish you know and the the second one is more like a more human undertaker i like the tattoos on the second one
1: yeah the first if
0: only the first one would have had the tattoos it would have been perfect the first one been perfect
1: the first head and then with the tattoo yep that's
0: funny See, you you learn something new when you listen to my podcast.
1: It's true. I really, I didn't know that there was a third one. I always just assumed there was the two. So when the guy sold me over the winter, he sold me the two with the LJN thing. I'm like, cool. I'm done with the, I'm done with the buddies. I got both of them. I didn't know there was a third one, but yeah, if they're, if they're the same, I might not need it anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where he would go. I'd have to buy another detail for something. So.
0: Well, you know, just it, it just takes your w- convincing your wife. Just another detour down there, you know. It's nothing
1: more. The key is to get it and then act like you've had it forever. Like this yeah. has been here. This has it, been here.
0: It's it's been there. I just just put it up. <laughs> it's just been here.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> awesome. Um, so with this, uh, you talked about the uh, the Netflix movie coming yes. out with, with the new day. I've never personally, I've never had a, I don't know what interactive Netflix is. Like, have you had a movie that's interactive? Like my guess is, and I don't know this. It's gotta be like, choose your own adventure with the remote. Right. I mean, what else could it be? I,
0: I'm guessing. And I'm guessing it's something, you know, since they already have the pictures and everything, I'm guessing they probably have multiple endings. Sure. So I don't know if anybody listening has ever watched the uh, movie Clue from 1985 and they had those like three endings at the end. And, you know, I, you know, I was a while ago, I realized that if you went to a theater and saw that movie in the theater, you wouldn't get all three endings, you would just get one. So some, right. someone who would have saw that in two different theaters may have saw like the Miss Peacock ending, the Scarlet ending or the all, all of them ending. So I'm guessing it may be something like this, like you, you can have a, You can show a different ending like but somebody else can show a different ending. That's right. what I'm guessing. So if you choose to like have Undertaker like trap them. I'm guessing you would see like a different ending that someone wants the new day to escape or something.
1: Right. There's gotta be a couple,
0: there's gotta a, be
1: a couple, three areas where they ask you, do you want to go left or right basically? And then you got to be fun.
0: So I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be talking all
1: about it. Right. Cause then it, it, it creates, um, rewatchability cause then you've got to try to watch all the, possible combinations that you could possibly do you know i went left last time let's go right this time or whatever Mm -hmm. you know that'll be interesting and by the way clue yes that's definitely a horror movie so i'm all over that
0: yeah it's one of my favorite movies ever (laughs) i love it
1: i watched uh this week i did uh escape room so that was my franchise of the week which is uh that just came out in 2019 escape room and then this past summer was escape room two Uh, tournament of champions. And I thought it was interesting with part two, it was a lot like clue where the, it's funny, the version you got in theaters went one way, but the version that you get on the DVD, Blu-ray, the extended version, the director's cut or whatever, it not only gives you more scenes because you get a lot of DVDs or Blu-rays that gives you extra scenes and you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. This actual version like takes out the ending from the theater and throws it away completely and then gives you the extra scenes. And it completely changes the story. 100%. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. So it was a lot like Clue. That you could, in theory, get two different endings. Completely different endings to this movie. Based on if you saw it in theater. Or if you watched the extended version on the Blu-ray.
0: That is interesting. That's interesting that is- for a movie. I've never yeah, seen th- something like that. Where it completely throws away what you've seen already.
1: Yeah, so if you oh. went and saw it in the theater, I mean, I'm sure it's you can still watch that version on the Blu-ray too. But uh, you went and saw it in the theater, and you're like, "Cool, yeah, I know everything that happens. I know who the killer is, and all this stuff." And then you watch the extended version, and you're like, "Wait, wait, wait, what happened to the other killer? Why are they not in this movie? You know? What happened
0: to the other killer?
1: Right? Why is it this person instead? What happened to that person? They're not even in here. So it's kind of cool that they wipe it out like that, and it still makes sense. It really does. It's, it was neat. That's awesome." Yeah, very clue like. Very clue. It is
0: very clue like. Look at this. You know, we're just diverting all around here, talking about clue.
1: Always, yeah. <laughs> that's what makes these. This
0: what makes these fun.
1: It's uh, it's Halloween season, so that's my uh, that's my jam. Uh, I so, love
0: sp- I love spooky season.
1: Yeah, and it's almost not being a kid anymore. Like Halloween doesn't mean as much to me because I can't trick or treat, obviously, or do much. So. Halloween season <laughs> who for says me. you
0: can't go for it Live your dream
1: <laughs> but uh, Halloween season is everything because that's that's where all the special foods come out and the movies are all low-hanging fruit because everybody's doing horror I do horror all year round but Halloween season it's low-hanging fruit because cable's playing it and they're putting it out on the streaming services so I could just like oh yep yep over here thank you <laughs> thank you thank you thank you so it's kind of it's kind of nice to be able to do that. So um, I'm waiting for the uh, the schedules to come out for you know AMC has their 30 days of Halloween. Oh and yeah, freeform has theirs and Disney Channel has theirs and Turner Classic Movies has theirs and
0: oh Turner yeah. Classic Movies.
1: So I just grabbed the remote and I'm just like, yep, yeah, record, record, yep. Yeah, <laughs> record, that. record. <laughs> yep, record. Thank you. Yep. But every year it gets a little tougher because as I get as I see more and more movies, it's, it's harder and harder to like show me something that I haven't seen before.
0: Yeah. And then if you really like a movie, it's like, Oh, do we want to watch it again?
1: Right. Cause you could, you could rewatch it like, Oh man, I really love that movie. I want to rewatch that movie. Or that's time that you could be spending watching a movie that you've never seen before. Yeah. But last week, last week I officially opened it up. So Halloween decorations are, are up outside and inside. So my wife, she demands six weeks for Christmas decorations. So, you know, Thanksgiving weekend through like new year's. And, uh, so then I demand equal representation. (laughs) So Halloween decorations will go up right after labor day.
0: Yes. No decoration without representation. (laughs)
1: That's Right. That's right. Equal, equal. So there's two, I think there's two Christmas totes, uh, in the closet under the stairs, and there's two Halloween totes under the stairs. So they're equal.
0: There you go. Yes. It, you have two of everything, you need a second detolf.
1: Right. Well, that's the beautiful thing is the Undertaker fits right in with the Halloween decorations. You know what yes. yes, It's it great. Fits right in. He fits right
0: in. <laughs> I have to. Um, next time we are here for the Rock and Undertaker tag team, I will find out what the uh, Signature Jams Boombox plays. I would love to know. Because now now I have to know if it plays, if all three play Roland.
1: Because I don't know, like, usually you can just Google something, but I don't know if you can Google that. Signature Jams, Undertaker, 2000, what music does it play? Like, I don't know that that's going to result in anything, you know? Yeah.
0: Luckily, I think I have them at the top of one of my bins, so I will check that out.
1: I would love to see if they work. Like, do they play just generic whatever? Or do they play Roland, Kid Rock? Interesting. Do they have the licensing for that?
0: Hmm. Yeah. All good questions, which I will
1: find the answer out to. Cliffhanger for anybody. Cliffhanger. We always
0: leave them on a cliffhanger so they can join us next time. (laughs) <laughs> For December sixteenth, 2000, Monday Night Raw, The Undertaker and Rock face Edge and Christian to win the World Tag Team Championships, Undertaker's fourth tag team championship victory. Uh, but his first is the American Badass.
1: And The Rock, I mean, I don't, I'm not a rock expert, but that's got to be about the third or fourth tag title reign for the rock too got to be close after he won it with the rock and sock a couple times i think yeah
0: he won it with rock attack a couple times i don't know if he won it with the nation hmm.
1: so so he's got to be on reign number three or four also
0: yeah it would be interesting to see if it was rocks fourth as well yeah because it seemed like rock and undertaker were always like neck and neck with championship reigns I right. think Undertaker had seven world reigns. I think Rock has seven world title reigns. So it's, it's interesting. Like they're always like neck and neck with each other. Right. They both have one Royal Rumble victory. So it's like their careers are, you know, right there.
1: Uh, it just took Undertaker 30 years to do all that. And it took Rock about <laughs> five or whatever it was. Yeah, Did, uh, yeah, interesting. Did Undertaker ever beat Rock on pay per view? I don't know that he yeah, did.
0: King of the Ring, nineteen
1: ninety nine. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's right. Nice.
0: Yeah, one of my one of my favorite matches actually of his Ministry era. I like the one with Rock.
1: And Retz, That's not. Uh, that's not like a lot of times like oh well. Undertaker beat Austin. In Cold Day in Hell 97 before he was big. I mean, he wasn't Stone Cold Steve Austin yet. Not the Austin we would know, you know.
0: Yeah, he was but, just getting big because he was just coming off like that Bret Hart match.
1: Yeah. So um,
0: it was like right there.
1: Yeah. and uh, But Rock, Rock and King of the Ring 99, that's Rock's a made man. He's a former champion.
0: Yeah. yeah, Former champion like two or three times by that time. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you got, yeah, you got baby face people's champion Rock. So, yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's, it's pretty good. He did, not, uh, he did not beat him in Milwaukee at uh, No Way Out 2002. I know.
0: Thanks, thanks to that dastardly Ric Flair and his <laughs> wrench or pipe, whatever he
1: used. But I did love that because it did set up Ric Flair and Undertaker for WrestleMania, which I also went to. And I was like, oh, that's a good match, Ric Flair yeah. and the Undertaker. That and Ric, a good Flair,
0: Ric Flair, another timely uh, in the news, apparently, I heard
1: yeah so that was um watched I stayed up last night to watch that uh, dark side of the ring plane ride from hell and it's funny I I had always heard like the ha ha funny version of the story like oh they had a plane ride and they were wrestling on the plane and they cut off Michael P.S. Hayes's hair like ha 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 I didn't hear half of the stuff that went on until I watched that episode yesterday and holy crap
0: yeah well, I, cause Undertaker was not on that flight. He was on the first plane ride from hell when we he chokes out Kurt Angle for like trying to like choke out Vince. Yes. And like, no, no, we're just playing. Oh, okay. And then Undertaker goes back to sleep because he had his ear cut off basically by Austin.
1: And that's what I had thought about uh, as I'm, as I'm watching this episode, I'm like, where doesn't Vince wrestle Kurt Angle? When does that happen? But I forgot yeah. that it was a that's different the, flight. Yeah. And I, and I'm
0: thinking as I'm watching that yesterday, this is what happens when Undertaker's not on a flight.
1: Right. Yeah, they talked about how, you know, Vince was, it's not Vince's job, I guess. It's JR's job to go back there and bust some heads. And I'm like, man, if the Undertaker was there. It oh, been up
0: Undertaker there. was there. He would have phoned <laughs> people off of that plane. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what happens. That's what I'm thinking to myself, this is what happens when Undertaker's not on a flight.
1: That's it's, uh, kind of crazy. And I know that, you know, they talk about the culture in uh, pro sports locker rooms. You know, this is kind of, they haze each other. They prank mm-hmm. each other. That's just kind of what it is. But it's like, I don't know if we should accept that culture anyway. But even if you do, the the stewardesses and everybody are not part of that. They are outside of this culture. They are they don't understand it. So maybe, maybe leave them alone. Tough.
0: Yeah. It's like- uh, Ric Flair getting drunk or Tell Me Something I Don't Know, right? Tell me something right. I don't know.
1: I think I read, I read some, I forget what I saw on Twitter, and I scrolled past it really fast, but it was before the episode aired, and um, somebody asked Ric Flair about, oh, this week the Plane Ride from Hell episode is going to air on on Dark Side of the Ring, and Flair said something like, oh, man, everything was going so good for me. Like, he's almost <laughs> oh, like he something. he
0: Something was going so good for me.
1: Like oh everything was going so good for me too like it's like he knew like it was gonna go badly after it aired and yeah it kind of was bad.
0: <laughs> well, you don't call him the nature boy for nothing.
1: <laughs> He's Ric Flair, man. He gets the pass, I guess. Yeah. yeah well,
0: what can you say? Twenty years ago,
1: and now from what I understand now, not that we were backstage then and not that we're backstage now, but uh, it's much different now. Like it's from what I understand, it's mostly tame. Everybody's like into their video games on the, on the plane. Everybody's into chilling out. It's not what it was back in the day, even 20 years ago. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because
0: there's like, not only has the locker room changed a lot and the mentality is like, there's nobody of that generation there any longer to like be there full time. Right. So when undertaker is there or when like triple H is back there or anybody from that generation, you know, it's just like maybe for a couple weeks or even for like an episode. And then it's like back to everybody else.
2: So it's like,
1: yeah, I think JR was talking about in that episode last night that, uh, it's almost like if anything good came out of this, it's like the young kids learned from the veterans on that flight, what not to do. And then the culture has changed a little bit going forward. It's not really that way anymore to my understanding. Yeah. That's true. It's good. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think but, Zach Wright talked about like Zach Ryder and Matt Cardone on his podcast, he's talked about how like back in the day, you didn't look at your phone during raw Mm-hmm. backstage or you didn't play video games on your phone backstage because undertaker would have killed you um, you
0: should be watching and learning
1: yeah but now it's a little bit now with everything being twitter they want you to get on your phone and like promote yourself and yeah now
0: backstage now backstage now undertaker may be on his phone
1: <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> now that he's got twitter and and uh instagram and everything else
0: yeah it's just changing with the times
1: I'm just glad he's got this movie coming out because I don't know I don't know if he'll wrestle again, but this is a nice way. I think oh, I tweeted Talking Taker, right? I know you're praying for it. Um I tweeted Talking Taker and I was like, this is a good way to get new Undertaker stuff without him having to wrestle, if that's what he chooses to do. You know, it's nice, it's nice to get a movie at least. I'll take that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't I, I don't think anybody would be opposed to him coming back and wrestling because, you know, he brings like that nostalgic feeling and everything like that. But, you know, it's – if that's what he wants to do, you know, just keep supporting him and watching that stuff, and I'm cool with it. I'm cool with anything he does.
1: Right. I'll take a movie. Movie's better than nothing, so I'll take it. I didn't better expect, than nothing. I didn't expect this at all, so I, I will take that.
0: Left field uh, – it's the it's the leftist of field I could ever think of.
1: Like when I, I tweeted you, and I tweeted Talking Taker when I saw it on my horror blog. When bloody disgusting is a horror it blog. It was on there. a
0: horror blog
1: because it's a horror movie, I guess technically. But I'm like, I guess. I'm like, so I was bloody disgusting tweeting about the Undertaker. I'm like, what? This can't be real, you know. So that's why I was like, oh my god. <laughs> because
0: it has it, it's it was not even like promoted or even talked about or even hinted at, like like nothing it's just like boom there it is like
1: what and not even since like why can't wwe say something about it i mean i know i fast forward through a lot of commercials but like why can't wwe say something about it on raw or smackdown and say like hey a couple weeks this is like say something like you would for the rocks movie you know yeah i don't
0: even think they promote the they promote the rocks movie i think once i think like the week before and it's like he's a former superstar right Ugh. But maybe they'll have Undertaker appear on Raw or SmackDown to promote it once. That would be nice. I would take yeah. that. Yeah. Especially now that Big E's champion.
1: There you go. There
0: you go. Perf- perfect segue. Right. Perfect segue.
1: My, uh, my son was very disappointed on Monday night. Till he wasn't awake, but to learn the next day that Bobby Lashley is no longer the WWE champion. Because that's... It's been like a long time. I forget how long Lashley's had it, but like that's all my son knows is that Bobby Lashley's the champion on Monday. He's got the belt. And I'm like, well, hey, just so you know, yesterday, Bobby Lashley lost. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, Bobby Lashley lost the belt to Big E. No, he didn't. And so I had to show him on my phone that I wasn't lying. I had to show him this three year old, like, I had to prove it <laughs> that Bobby Lashley lost the title. So he's very disappointed that Bobby Lashley is no longer champion. I don't know how we're going to get over it.
0: <laughs> well, if I could get over Undertaker losing to Edge cashing in on him, I'm sure yourself could get over Bobby Lashley losing.
1: If I could get over Shawn Michaels costing The Undertaker the title against Bret Hart and I got on the highway oh. going the wrong way. I'm sure my son can get over Bobby Lashley.
0: If we can get over so many like hills and mountains we had as Undertaker fans, just to get over things, so many parallels we had to face. I'm sure your son be fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Monday night's going to be interesting when he doesn't come out with the belt. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Should be.
0: That's for that's for the next episode that we do together. You have to let me know how everything's going on in your household.
1: Another cliffhanger, right? Another,
0: another we're just we are just leaving my listeners with cliffhanger after cliffhanger. You know, they just want to know how your household's gonna react to Bobby Lashley not being champion and yes. what song does those signature jam undertaker play.
1: That's right. The world needs to know this information. The world
0: needs to know this information. Yeah, and we shall provide it for them next time when the rock and the undertaker team up together against edge and Christian to win the first and only tag team championships together. That lasts a whopping four days.
1: Yeah. That's uh, we'll do that one. What in October. So it won't be in December, but it'll be in October.
0: Yeah. It'll be in October. Nice. Yeah. I can't wait. Looking forward that's to that. it. Looking forward to it.
1: My apologies, by the way, for the delay on the, uh...
0: as mine as
1: well. Yeah, uh, We both took turns with the taking turns on the delay. Uh, yes. yeah, I had that. I went right from Chicago to first of the month stuff at work. Then the gopher season started. So gopher football started. I had to go to, so I got season tickets. So I'm, I went to, two I, saw, I, saw. I went to two home games in that time. And so, so many things going on. Well, I had an anniversary in there, a wedding anniversary. And they're like, holy crap.
0: Yeah. Don't want to <sighs> forget that one.
1: No, no, do do not want to forget that one at all. No.
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: <laughs> but
0: we did it. We made it here. Our listeners were taken through twists and turns with this match, our lives and everything in between dealing with The Undertaker. And um, I guess on the end note, got the Netflix movie coming up, which I, we can't wait until we have to. Gonna have to put out like special episode talking about that.
1: Yeah, that's on the fifth. That will if we do our uh, next watch along after the fifth, we'll have to break down the movie a little bit and talk yeah. about it. Break yeah. down the movie, yeah.
0: That be that's gonna be interesting. It depends yeah. how it depends how it's laid out. Maybe we can even do a watch along of the movie.
1: Right, we can do one of the versions depending yeah. on how many versions the, there I are.
0: Want, I actually want to see how they do this because I've never seen anything like this no i've never
1: heard of anything like this
0: so if it's something like choose your own adventure we can do a watch along we choose our own adventure
1: sure yeah looking forward to that i'm in you don't gotta tell me twice
0: oh i don't have to do much convincing to bring you (laughs) back to do uh watch alongs to this uh to the podcast as always randy it is a pleasure talking to you um such such a great conversationalist
1: as always yeah thanks yeah mutual takes two to tango right
0: right right i i I try my best yeah I'm i'm only as good as my guest and you are always a pleasure to have here thanks so until next time creatures of the night i hope you have enjoyed this bonus watch along i know you can't wait until the next one but until then, we are leaving you on a few cliffhangers. But you'll join us next time. So keep on rolling, baby. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Collecting Man. Please continue to subscribe and leave us a five-star review where you can. Follow me on Twitter at Collect of Dead and on Instagram at Collecting Man. Check out my Linktree page so you can find the links to all my merchandise stores where you can find wherever this podcast is available. And where you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. Hit the like button and subscribe there as well. Please continue to support this podcast in any way you can. And until next week, creatures of the night, keep on rolling.